Hey there, welcome to Bound Together. We are two friends and two self-published authors who took different paths in life, but kept in touch and kept on writing. My name is Sarah Gray, and I chose a corporate career while Laura Catherine went full-on family. This is all about how we approach writing in our two different worlds, the struggles, the positives, and how we keep the writing flames alive. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Laura. <laughs> I was like trying to be like really happy, but this is our second recording session and, and the energy is this low. It's low. We're this so tired. Yep. Yep. We'll, we'll see how this one goes. <laughs> I feel that. I feel like you're going to enjoy talking about this topic. So I feel like the energy is going to come. I don't know if I'll enjoy talking about it, but I've got, I've got opinions on it and I've got You've got opinions. Well, that's helpful. It. Yeah. Uh, this episode, we are talking about marketing, particularly for self-published people. Well, only for self-published people. We're not talking about traditional at all because <laughs> we're we not don't know what it's like. Traditionally published. So we wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So marketing is um, a massive thing for books in general, but yeah. is particularly hard for self-published authors because you have to do all that yourself. The only thing I know about yeah. Uh, traditional publishing is they don't have to do most of their marketing. <laughs> well, I sort of feel like now they really push them to be marketing on TikTok and the socials and stuff like that. And I feel like they're doing it in the music industry as well, like mm. forcing the artists to market their work. Yeah. But and they also like, have a marketing I don't really know how to do this. To yeah, help them so, as well. Yeah. I guess it's the business end of uh, publishing a book, isn't it? Yes. So everyone has to do it. It's not just you don't oh, have write to. a book and put it. I mean, if you want your book yeah, to, to be noticed by people, I think you have, have to do I would, I would also just tell everybody that this is an episode where we do things very differently. So it's going to be one of those like chalk and cheese episodes. You mean every episode? <laughs> what have we ever like, done anything the same? You have to do marketing. And I'm like, I haven't done marketing for 12 years. So no, you don't. <laughs> I am here to prove you wrong. The low energy anyway, is, is a bit crazy, I think. <laughs> it's a, it's a this crazy. is going to be an unhinged podcast, obviously, because we're both tired. Um, so what did you want to achieve with publishing your book? Like, what is your goal? And then I suppose how that relates to, I suppose, um, marketing is how you get there. I guess originally when I first published, I just wanted to publish my books. Like I had things I wanted to write and I wanted to be an author and I wanted to put a book out there. Yeah. And now it's more like I want this to be my full-time life. I don't want to have yeah. a, a, a regular job. I want to have this as my full-time job. So now it's a bit more about money because <laughs> I need that yeah. in order to – I can't just quit my job and do this because I need to have a income come in. Yeah, so it's I feel kind of the same. Yeah, I feel the same about originally just getting the book out there. I just wanted people to read it, mm. and didn't really think too much beyond it. Um, obviously, didn't think that I would become famous. And spoiler alert, I did not become famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, or potentially like sell loads of books. Yeah, like obviously back back when we published a lot of well there were examples of people that were selling a lot of ebooks quitting their day jobs 
getting traditional publishing deals. It was wild. I'm sure it, was. it still happened. I definitely remember seeing like all that stuff about Amanda Hocking and her self-published stuff and just thinking like, I really wish that would happen to me, but it wasn't like, a, oh, that must happen. It was like, that'd be a cool thing to happen with my books, but I just want to put them out there. And now I'm like, why can't I be her? Why can't I have been making heaps of money off my publishing? Yeah. And I feel like um, I feel like I'm still sitting at the part where I'm like, I just want people to read it. Mm. Whereas you've gone to... Um, I want this to be my full-time job. I want that too, but I'm not quite as, um, I was going to say intense. Is that the right word? <laughs> I've, yeah. I've always I'm not quite at the right the same to, stage as you. I've always wanted it to one day be my full-time job. Like, it would Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? But it's become Imagine more how many of a thing. books you could write. I know. Imagine right? all of the cool stuff you could do. I feel like you'd still need a writer's group so that you don't, don't get lonely, but... <laughs> Yeah, I I really want it. I wanted it more since I'm really not liking my normal job anymore. So I've, I've really been yeah. pushing myself to get my act into gear and do more with my writing stuff. Yeah, it doesn't but take long, does it? To a lot of to, it's just for the time. I would love yeah. to do it full time so I could dedicate the time that I want to my stuff. Because at the moment, I'm working three jobs of like. I'm doing author stuff when I'm at home in my spare time mm. and I have a, a day job and I'm a parent, which is a job. So, which is yeah, all the time. Yeah. So I'm working three yeah. jobs at the moment. I just want to, like, I'm, I'm never not going to be a parent. So that's always going to be there. But I could Are we going to have to change the intro from full on family to <laughs> full on everything? Full on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, marketing. So <laughs> what we're talking about. So yeah. So back to marketing. <laughs> uh, so should we take it back to our first books, uh, and what we did to market them in the early days, and I then compare like... it to what you do now? Because I feel like it's it's very I, different now. I feel like a lot of mine is the same. Oh, controversial. So I would like there are. I guess you call them PA, PR, P, like bloggers out there who basically you pay and they'll, you pay for different things like a, a cover release or a release date thing or sales or stuff. And they basically have like a whole library of book bloggers that sign up to them and you pay this person and they'll send your information like the if you're doing like a, a release day thing, they'll send, you know, the cover and the blurb and all the information to these book bloggers and tell them like this on this date, you need to do a blog post on your blog about this book. And that is a big source of what I've done with my marketing is paying someone to tell other people <laughs> to yeah. like hype up my book. And like, I, I guess didn't even know that this existed. <laughs> I had it no idea that this is how you do it. It's, different now in that like I guess I didn't know you could pay people 10 years ago it would it would be book bloggers posting on their blog and a lot of it now is like yeah those book bloggers have TikToks or Instagram or Twitter and they're posting your books on those social media websites yeah, so it's a paid thing now yeah. instead now so that's a big how thing how much like, does it cost uh it varies I guess so I think what's the most like, you spent on it $50 or something for my cover reveals and 
less than $100 for a release day event with the person I've been doing it with, mm-hmm. um, who is Lady Amber, uh, PA. Hi, Lady Amber. <laughs> if you wanted to know the exact thing. Um, but, yeah, so you can do different things. I've, I mostly just do a cover reveal one and then a release day one, and then if I have a sale for something, Mm. I'll do that. And then you can add on like extra things of like if it's a release thing, you could also do like a an an arc release as well. So you could have people read the book and review it as well. Mm-hmm. Or you could have a competi- like a giveaway to go with that as well to help people sign up to your newsletter or to your socials and things like that. I'm doing yeah. I'm doing a giveaway for gin when it can't well, it will have already happened when this comes out so sorry people you won't be able to uh yeah enter it you should have but yeah there's going to be a a giveaway for that as well and it's just paying someone to like spread the word of your book basically and hope that because all other readers are following all these book bloggers that they'll see your book and think it's interesting and then go and buy it so it's like the paid marketing I would do. And then my regular marketing is just on my social media, which is mostly Instagram. It used to be Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And then I just don't have the time to post the same thing on like everything. So I yeah. cut it down. I yeah. cut Facebook out because I didn't really get a lot of engagement on Facebook. Um, yeah. So I just had Instagram and Twitter last year. And I just found it. I didn't really... The, interact with Twitter that much. The things mm-hmm. that I did interact on Twitter weren't writing related. It was more gaming stuff because I'm part of a gaming community. And yeah. I, so it, I just fell off, didn't use Twitter at all. And so I just have Instagram. But now that I'm doing more social media stuff with reels and videos and things like that, I started posting on TikTok. So now I've got TikTok and Instagram. More so Mm -hmm. on Instagram, though. TikTok is just kind of like, well, I've already done the video for Instagram, so I'm also going to post it on TikTok, but I post more stuff on Instagram because you can do reels and you can do images and you can do stories. So it's it's basically just me posting a lot about the process of, like, so people know that my book is coming. So it's like as soon as, like, like, I've been talking about Hearts of Frost and Flame for, like, a year (laughs) of me, like, from me writing it to, like, oh, I'm editing it now and I'm doing this. So it sticks in people's minds of that, here's this book and it's coming and you might, if you find something interesting about the way I'm describing it to you, that you'll add it to your Goodreads list and then you'll buy it when it comes out if I keep talking about it and I keep reminding you that it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have Facebook and Twitter as well, and I used to do a bit on them, but I feel like it's changed a lot. And I just obviously don't like social media as much as you do <laughs> anymore. I used to like it, and I've just kind of moved away from it and how much time it takes. I obviously have Instagram now, mm-hmm. of which I don't post reels on because they look very complex. <laughs> and I just every now and then put a graphic up. Um, to remind you that I, to remind my 17 followers <laughs> that probably all own the book anyway, um, about this great series that I have. Um, but back in, back when I first published it, uh, I did, did some marketing for the first book and the second book of Icadium and Skylight. Um, and I remember back then it was sort of like indie book 
bloggers um mm-hmm. would you could participate for free and like they might have uh the one that I remember doing is like a zombie week and so all of these uh authors of zombie novels would participate in for this full week and you had to put up some content um and so you would have like a day one day was your day and you had to like talk to all of the um I don't know people interacting interacting with it um because they'd be asking questions and stuff like that you could do a live chat but you the content that I would make um was choose your own adventure mini choose your own adventure zombie stories with my characters so Mm. like either what happened before the book starts um and you get to to choose all choose whether you pick up a spade and keep it with you or you drive in the car and you don't (laughs) want to go near the zombies etc so I used to do that and that kind of um did very well I think and it was probably helpful to have a bunch of other authors kind of working on the on the same thing. And I think there was a giveaway, which is always good fun to do as well. Yeah. But I I, I don't do those anymore. I remember <laughs> I've done zero marketing for Wildfire. I've got a I had a blog back ten years ago as well. So I remember posting a lot of like I guess writing tips and stuff and like yeah like doing the same thing that I guess book bloggers do like taking other people's books and advertising them on my blog so like a yeah. like a swap thing yeah um I participate in newsletter swaps as well so some people I get emails about like oh if you advertise my book in your newsletter then I'll advertise your book in my newsletter so I've done a couple mm. of those but I only pick them if the I guess the genre of the book is similar to my own. I think it'd be really weird for me to be like, hey, read this dark horror crime thriller book. Yeah. That has nothing yeah. to do with the kind of really random. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be. I still have a blog of which I don't use. I'm sure mine's out there somewhere. I use it like um, it's basically been like a portal where people can ask me when wildfire is coming and I can say, <laughs> oh, it's coming this year. And then a year goes past. Oh, sorry, guys, it's coming this year. And it does that like eight times basically. <laughs> so that's basically what it is. I want to change that though. Um, I think you've changed yours from a blog to a website where it's, yes. where they can just go and I've had a few different iterations of my website because it's a thing that's like, I don't really use. Like I just wanted to have this thing that was up there because I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't go to your website that much. Like mm-hmm. to on oh, mine specifically. Thanks, Laura. No, um <laughs> just in general. Like I feel like when even when I look up yeah. an author, it's different I don't, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't go to their website to find them. I'll go to Amazon and I'll type in their name so I can see all their books. Like so Yeah, I, usually I have that's a website. what I want to know. The list of their books. Yeah. So I have I a know website. What else I um I've had a couple. I recently redid my website. I paid I paid for a like proper templatey graphicy thing and I yeah. spent a good deal of time on Winx and set it all out and it's all lovely and it has I haven't I haven't activated it but I have set up like a store cuz I thought mm. I have a like I have bunches of physical copies of my book in my house that I've had for like ages and I thought about putting them up on that and selling them because it's a lot. It would be a lot cheaper for people to buy the book 
physical book from me than Amazon because yeah. shipping's stupidly expensive, especially when you're in Australia and I'm sure New Zealand as well. Definitely. Um, so I thought yeah. about because I have those books, I could have signed copies and people could buy them off me for cheaper with cheaper shipping and I'd get more royalties off it too because I'm not sharing it with Amazon. But I haven't got around to doing that because you do have to pay to like uh, to activate, I guess, having the store on there. Hmm. So it's something I'm thinking about doing. So I guess that's also... And then I would push my website more because it'd be like, hey, you can get the physical copy from here. Yeah. It's really hard to know how much money to spend on something, not knowing if you're going to get it back or not. Yeah. You've got to spend money to make money. Business, eh? Yeah. The risk of business. Marketing is hard. Like, I'm not a business. Oh, it's hard work. It's exhausting. I'm not a business person. I don't have a business brain. I've, like, I've signed up to a lot of, like, or watched a lot of talks and things about marketing your book and treating it as a business and stuff. And it just goes over my head yeah. and I just, yeah, <laughs> I find it so hard. It's like social media I can do. Like I, I'm happy. It's something I'm excited to do. I'm it's something that makes me happy to do. So I, I'll do it. But business is just like, I don't want to. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to do that thing. Oh, it's a huge amount of work. And the other thing is, is that it, takes away from the time that you have to write or be creative mm. because I you can be creative in marketing but there's a lot more effort that goes into it because it's taking away from your original goal which is just I want to write books yeah so that's another yeah and I, I do want to be full-time you need more time to do all these things even like yeah. Even doing a podcast, like I do my writing at nighttime. So we're filming two podcasts tonight. It's like I'm, I would, the time that I would be writing now is was filled with podcast. And then some nights it's like, well, I have to do marketing stuff. So that takes away from my writing. But if you were full time, you'd have more time to do it. Yeah. I suppose there'd never be enough time though, would there? True. <sighs> well, that's sad. To be fair. <laughs> to depress ourselves. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I feel like you do a lot of marketing. Do you think okay. it's helpful? Do you tell? Can you tell the difference between the periods where you do a lot of marketing, um, as opposed to not? Does it affect your affect your sales? I want to say yes. In different ways, I guess. Doing, like, yeah, doing paying for like the release day or the book cover or stuff really, I guess, pushes stuff, and then. So I also advertise in my gaming community and they've been really supportive and they bought my book. So there was a stage where I like advertised my book in the gaming community and a bunch of them bought it and I had like so many sales and I like lost my wow. mind, <laughs> which yeah. was really exciting. So I guess like finding I suppose, people. Yeah. I suppose these days it's about um, utilizing your communities, isn't it? Yeah. There's also like really big, so BookBub is like huge for marketing so you pay for it when your book is on sale and it's it's literally so expensive I think depending on the genre in which your book is classed some like the pop mm -hmm. really popular genres it's like you could be paying 300 for like 500 dollars to have this ad go out saying that your book is on sale but I've heard so many people say that like they get more than that money back so mm -hmm. I've only done BookBub once. I did it not in – so they have the category of either you do it in America or you do it in Canada and, like, 
the rest of the world and the rest of the, the Canada and the rest of the world is a cheaper option. Mm-hmm. But I think most of the people get like the big sales from America channels, but it's very expensive. So I did the Canada US one for gin, sorry, Canada rest of the world one for gin. And they like, at the time, I don't know if they still do this. This was like at least yeah, six how long years ago, ago or it? something. Six I think it was ago. around, it, it was like six to 10 years ago, somewhere in that. <laughs> That's very broad. <laughs> I don't know oh, time. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, I paid for it and I put gin on sale for like a dollar or something and they advertise it. And I had so many people buy it in Canada that it got into like the top 10 in Canada and YA. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it, that is the reason I could call myself a best-selling author because I'm a best-selling author in Canada at one point. Yeah. Wow. So I, I think cool. that, yeah. And I know BookBub had, a, had at the time they, I don't know if they still do it, they, when you have to kind of like apply, so it's not even like you pay and they'll do it straight away. You have to like, here's my book. And it, it was at the time it was like, you had to have at least like 20 reviews already on your book yeah. on Amazon or something. And it had to be a certain star or, or something like that. And so I actually got rejected for the American one because I was going to do the American one. It was cheaper back then because I looked at it yeah. recently and it was like really, really expensive now. How so expensive? Got would... the... Is it like double, triple? Yeah, I was say triple maybe it's really it, de- it depends on the genre yeah really like romance ya really 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 expensive to do because it's such a popular yeah. genre yeah but yeah they advertise so well that like people just buy the book like people are signed up to bookbub and they see a book on sale and they just buy mm-hmm. it and people get like their selling ranks really fast with that kind of thing but yeah. it's a lot of money do you have to put the book on sale and in- i think so it's a, like a book sale kind of. Yeah. Again, may have changed since I last looked at it. But that was really cool going to like <laughs> the top 10 in Canada. Yeah. For like a day yeah, or I so. Find, um, with Arcadium, that, so that book is sometimes free and sometimes quite cheap still. Um, but I found that the times, and this was back then, I feel like it's different now with Kindle Unlimited Mm. Um, which is the program that you can sign up to, but you have to be exclusively with Kindle, so you can't um can't sell your ebook anywhere else. Um, and people can like read it for free essentially, and then you get paid per page or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or they can, yeah, something like that. Um, but a while ago, we'll say not saying how long ago, but it, I found that I got lots of interest when I made it free mm-hmm. and it obviously popped up somewhere on Amazon and people were very into free books back then and I would get like a huge jump in, well, not sales if it's free, yeah. but downloads. Um, and that would be really helpful to, like you said, bump it up um, up the charts to a point where people that are just scrolling through can actually find it yeah and, and that was really helpful sale yeah so you kind of have peaks and troughs like that yeah so I guess I guess it's a marketing strategy but I so by my will short my first one willpower which is mm. basically like the the start of the start of gin from will's point of view I'm that is permanently free on all of my things so like 
I kind of wrote it as a anyone could download it and see if they liked the book and then would potentially then buy gin because they liked yeah. what they were reading yeah. in the will one. That's I guess that's a marketing strategy. It's still free. I think it is. Um buy it. because you're essentially letting people have a taster of your work. Yeah. But I guess like Amazon does that anyway because you can you can read the first couple of chapters of a person's the first percentage of a certain percentage of a person's book on Amazon anyway now. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like I do it when I find a book that I don't know if I like, I'll go to the preview thing and have a like read through the first chapter to see if it hooks me. Yeah. This is why your first chapter is also very important. Hook those people in. Yeah. I mean it yeah, and it was before. And it also is. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's it's kind of yeah. It's kind of unfortunate that you have to do so much marketing, and it changes all the time. And you've got to like keep yeah. up with like the trends of things. Like like reels is the thing yeah. now, and like and most of my reels is just like taking audio from other people and me like miming it to, to doing a book thing. <laughs> yeah, and like if you think years about ago, it, that wasn't you... a thing at all. <laughs> yeah, you almost have to become like an influencer for your own book. Yeah. Because you're a writer. Like, all I want to do is write in the background, which is nice and quiet and lots of fun. But to actually make a reel, I mean. It's fun. But we're going to talk about that next yeah, week. It might be fun. It time. might be fun for you. It's not going to be fun for me. <laughs> but I feel like it's just um, it's just another thing that you have to, another skill that you have to learn yeah. on top of everything else. And you do have to keep on top of the trends because, I mean, Facebook was huge, was so huge back mm. when we both first published. And now it's like, Facebook who? Some people still, like, really swear, like, by Facebook ads. But I've, d- I've done Facebook ads as well and I've paid for Oh, have you? I've never posts. done that. And I don't know if it's like maybe I just wasn't paying enough money, but I don't feel like they ever made much of a difference to sales yeah. at all. Which is why I just stopped with Facebook altogether. And I suppose there's that thing, that search engine optimization thing. <laughs> there's like a whole strategy that you can use to make sure that your um, website or book is as far up um, mm-hmm. the search list as you can go. I've never done that before. Listen, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I guess that that's the good thing about like TikTok or potentially also instagram is just like they have algorithm now that will send your stuff to the right people like if you put the right hashtags in and even not even that so i put hashtags in my um tiktoks but i stopped putting hashtags in my reels to see if it made a difference and i still got the same amount of views so my reels are still getting sent to like the right people the right subclass genre of like writers and authors and bookworms and stuff without yeah. me tagging it so that's pretty cool that you know the algorithm can send you to places and to the right people who are searching for the right stuff it's like marketing in itself yeah that is really cool yeah that's all the marketing i've done i don't want to talk too much about social media because we're going to do an episode on that next time i do like talking about it what <laughs> what i know that i already know that everyone yeah unless you have anything else to add on this marketing talk no it's time i think it's- so 
I'm tired. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Bound Together. Uh, if you like our podcast, we'd love it if you could leave us a review because it really helps us to get seen by more people. You can find mine and Sarah's books at most online retailers if you look for Laura Catherine or Sarah Gray. You can find us on Instagram. I'm at Laura Catherine Author and Sarah is at Sarah Gray Write Stuff. And I'm also on TikTok at Laura Catherine Author as well. And as I just said, next time on this podcast, we will be talking about social media. And by we, I mean mostly me telling Sarah about all the social media that I do. <laughs> hey, I have social media now. I have Instagram. <laughs> and I look forward to hearing about all the things you do with it. You know, I have a social media manager, so, you know, I can talk <laughs> about that. Excellent. So thank you for listening to this episode of Bound Together, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.